for health. Scriptural keys for health. Shall we pray? In the mighty name of Jesus, King of kings, everlasting Father, you are the God of all flesh, and with you nothing is too difficult. It is under your feet we have come to hear you speak to us. Your word is settled in the heavens, and it has power like the hammer to break, power like the fire to burn. Let your word come in its power to purge your church and to give us instructions on how we will live the measure of life you have given us here on earth. In health, in soundness, and in peace. I pray that you grant me your trust to speak your word without any misunderstanding. Let your word be clear. I pray that any contrary force that will resist your word be pushed far away from our presence in the name of Jesus. I commit every heart, soul, and spirit unto thy care. Let our heart be receptive to your word and let your word work on us. In Jesus' name, amen. So, last week, we saw that things that attract diseases into the body are many. But God, who is wise, has given us some leeways by which we can preserve this body that is subject to corruption, diseases, and destruction. And when we follow those instructions, we are assured of long life. So last week, the key scripture was Exodus 20, 12. Honor your father and your mother so that you may live long in the land the Lord your God is giving you. So we said that the sure tablet to take to ensure that the measure of life God has given you on earth is fulfilled with not one second dropping, is to honor your father and your mother. And we said that to honor means to regard with great respect and high esteem. And God did not give any condition. And we said that whether your father is a fetish priest, your father is drunk, your father is a womanizer, whether your, your, your father doesn't have a straight life, however your father is, you are required and enjoined by God, if you want to live long, to honor him. Same for your mother. We said that regardless of who and how your mother is and looks like, you have to honor her. Why? Because God wants order in the world. If you give a, a condition, like there will be chaos. Nobody will respect anybody. Nobody will, will honor anybody. The whole world, if you do something I don't like, I give you my peace of mind and I go away. No. So we said that God is the father. God is the father. And he has allowed some people on earth to be called fathers. He has put some institutions in place that operate, that the people there operate as fathers. And we said that if you want to say that you love and respect God, God wants to see that in your respect for your earthly fathers or those that are in the fatherhood position. Hallelujah. Praise God. So we saw that, yes, you, God, who is the ultimate father, sometimes invites us to what? To debate, to converse, to discuss things. So there's nothing wrong 
having a, a discussion with your father or even a healthy debate. Whilst doing that, you must make sure you are doing that in full respect and full esteem. If you know that you cannot debate your father or a father figure in humility, don't debate. If you know that you cannot have a healthy discussion with a father figure, your father or a father figure, your mother or a mother figure, by having proper submission in the debate, you put your points across forcefully but in high respect. You don't talk to your father figure. You please keep quiet and listen to me. Hey, tell the ones who tell by you that never do that. You, you have not been given the right to do that. And you know, when your father is drunk and you disrespect him, he's on the streets naked. You met him with your friends and you couldn't, you couldn't cover him and carry him home. And you laughed at him with your friends and in his drunkenness says that you will not amount to anything. Even though he has not come to church before, you won't amount to anything. So let our fathers, especially the unbelieving fathers, let them know that you are a Christian. Honor them. Even in your disagreement with them, disagree in honor. Disagree in honor. There are several things sometimes when I go home, my father says, Ah, daddy, this is this. The explanation I don't understand. But I have no right. You are not your father's advisor. If your father comes to you for advice, it's a privilege. You. When your father was moving with your mother, when they met, where were you? You are the one settling their marriage issues. Tell the ones to tell about you, honor your parents. No matter how they are. You see, God is wise though. He knows that if he didn't put long life in this thing, people will not do it. Anna, so that you will live long. Tell the one by you. Do you want to live long? Then Anna, your parents. Or any father or mother figure in your life. Hallelujah. Now, and God added an icing. We saw a text in Proverbs 13, 17. That he said, the eye that mocks a father. That scorns an aged mother. Now almost all aged mothers are witches, right? Will be pecked out by the ravens of the valley. Your eyes will be removed. You will not have vision. You'll be walking around, groping in darkness. If you do not, if you mock your father. And you dishonor your mother when she is old. Now, do you know the sure protection against a father who is a witch. Even if your father or uh, you know is a witch, God showed it to you in a vision. Do you know the sure protection against against or from the influences of that father or mother? Who can tell me? Blessing. Honoring them. When you honor your father, who is a wizard, <laughs> and your mother who is a chief witch. They have no spiritual legal grounds to touch you because you have a divine preserving power to keep you living for long. The fastest way for your any uh, 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 spirit 
to get you. Because you, you open up when you dishonor your father. You open up yourself. And anybody can hit you. So that if you dream that your mother is a witch, you don't go and take a cutlass. Take very good care of them. Pray for them. Send them provisions. <laughs> Call them, mommy, how are you? The more you do that, the more your defense, the more your preservation, the more your protection. Hallelujah. If we want to live in health, scripture has given us the way to go. Don't dishonor your father. Don't dishonor your mother. Now, another key text that we must consider is Proverbs chapter 3, verse 1 to 2. Will you project that for me? Project, uh, Proverbs 3, 1 to 2, 7 and 8. My son, do not forget my teaching, but keep my commands in your heart. For they will prolong your life many years and bring you peace and prosperity. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and shun evil. This will be health to your body and nourishment to your bones. Hallelujah. So what is the wise man saying in verses 7 and 8? The Bible we read. The Bible we read. GYC reading through the Bible every day. The Bible we read that some of us have decided not to read. The preaching you hear and the good counsel you get from your parents are preservatives. Say it after me, preservatives. They are healing pills. The Bible in itself, by itself, is a preservative. That is how come the enemy will do everything so that you don't read it. When you read it and it enters your spirit, it protects you. It preserves you. It protects you from sicknesses. And if there are sicknesses in the body, it heals you. Hallelujah. He said that this will bring health to your body and nourishment to your bones. Hallelujah. So, not only are we to honor our parents, but we are supposed to do what? Labor in the Bible. Labor in God's word. And uphold the teachings of our parents. The good counsel. If they, they give you counsel that is not godly, you respectfully decline it. You don't insult them. How can you, how can you be speaking to me like that? You, you, how can a parent tell a child to do this? Hey. Somebody say, careful now. Be careful. You have no right to do, you have not been given the right to do that. So when we listen to the good counsel from our parents, when we listen, we read the word of God and live by it, we are hurt. We are made whole. Not only the body, but the bones as well. Amen. Proverbs 18, 21. Proverbs 18, 21. The tongue 
has the power of life and death. And those who love it will eat its fruits. There is power in our tongue. Some of us, you, when you wake up in the morning, the first thing you say, invite sicknesses and weaknesses to your body. Ah, what day is this one? Ah, this day doesn't look good at all. Then all the demons of not good at all will come and visit you that morning. What happened? Where was the Holy Spirit? Where are the angels of God? They are there. You decided to invite others other than them. So when you wake up in the morning, you speak what you desire to see based on God's word and you being a child of God. This is a blessed day. Even when you woke up and you slept on your neck and your neck is not turning well. My neck is very flexible. My day is going to be great. I will meet people from far and near who will bring blessings into my bosom. I shall see the good of today. Every bad will pass by me. Your, your speech can bring life to you. It can also push you down. Which one will you eat? So the one who loves it will benefit, will eat the fruit of it. Life. Oh, I wish it would have been the tank has life. But the end also came. And death. Many people have fallen into issues by their tank. May the Lord help our tank. May the Holy Spirit always inspire us to speak the word of God into our own lives. And into the situations we find. So if you want to live in health, speak health into your body. Speak health into your body. Lord, it looks as if something is happening to my waist. But I speak that my waist has aligned. My spine will lose its power of making me feel pain. Let it correct itself. I am walking in strength. The word of God is in me and it shall be healing to my body and my bones. Speak health in your body. God calls things that be not as though they were. Not things that were as though they are not. So it's not that when you are, you are feeling pain in your neck, you say, I'm not feeling pain. That's not what I'm saying. Lord, there is pain in this neck, but I declare. What is your tongue going to say? My neck is aligned. The pain has corrected. Is that it? So, we are not preaching that when you are, you are, you are having a, a pain in the body, say, I don't have pain. You, you have it. But you speak what you want it to become. Is that okay? Great. The tongue do not only speak. It doesn't speak only. It's also what? Eats. The tongue does what? It eats. Many of the challenges we have with people's eating preferences has been the tongue. You do a diet formulation to somebody, they will just ah, it does not taste nice at all. Where did that perception come from? The tongue. But the people that we feed through the nose or the veins, they don't complain. They don't even care about the food you are giving them. Because it doesn't pass through the tongue. Now, God gave an instruction to the people of Israel. Anything they came to sacrifice. And I want you to just think about it. 
Leviticus chapter 3, verse 14 to 16. Leviticus chapter 3, 14 to 16. This is what the Lord said. From what you offer, you are to present this food offering to the Lord. The internal organs and all the fat that is connected to them. Both the kidneys with the fat on them, near the loins, and the long lobe of the liver, which you will remove with the kidneys. The priest shall burn them on the altar and as a food offering, a pleasing aroma. All the fat is the Lord's. I won't talk much about this. God was telling them what he wanted from the animals they have killed. Okay? It is long after these instructions that we got to know that fat cause terrible things to the body. God being the, the, uh, the, the founder of nutrition and diet knew it ahead. And the Israelites, he was not going to explain to them. He said, you remove all the fat in the animal and burn it to me. It is sweet in my nose. So, the New Testament does not bar any of us from eating what we want to eat. But the New Testament tells us that we must not what? Destroy the body. That houses the Holy Spirit. And anybody who does that, God will destroy him too. So, I submit to you, church, that if you want to be healthy, uphold this text. The fat belongs to God. When you, are, you get any chicken and you are chewing, remove the fat and eat the chicken. <laughs> Hallelujah. Some of you, it is the internal organs with the fat around it that you like. You want the grilled one, poached one, smoked one. If you don't get sausage, one stick sausage a day to chop, something is happening to you. If you can eat uh, beef sausage, then it means you can eat beef. Beef sausage has about 30% extra fat than normal beef. So come and eat beef. And if you see fat around the beef you are eating, it belongs to God. Remove it. Remove it. And eat the lean portion. The youth of today. Do you know why ice cream is nice? It has fat. The fat is high. It has salt. The salt is high. It has sugar. The sugar is high. The three things that makes food nice, all of them are in ice cream. That's how come it is difficult to take somebody's tongue away from ice cream. But the fat is the Lord's. The fat is the Lord's. Little, little, little key text God has pointed out to us too. Let's follow it. As for Mildred, I think she can attest. When you remove the facts, it helps. Doesn't it? Yes. How many of us like fat? Raise your right hand up. Yes. My wife sometimes will say, why, how on earth did I marry a dietitian? A typical fancy woman. That does not chew the fancy things. Now, I said that you marry so that your days on earth will be long. <laughs> Hallelujah. Please check your facts. Tell the one by you. Not, please, 
It is not F-A-C-T. F-A-T. Don't say fact. It's fat. Tell the one sitting by you, check your fat. Hallelujah. Eat every food, healthy things that will give you health. Anything you have read, fruit will help you. Vegetables will help you. Uh, meat and fish. If you are eating the meat, get the fat off. There's a fish that is very fatty. Tilapia. When you are eating it, check the fat. Check the fatty part, the neck and the back. Remove the fat and eat the, the fish. And the Lord will bless you. Hallelujah. Scriptural keys for health. Scriptural keys for health. In our month of health, we don't only want to talk about the superficial ones. If you eat well, if you eat less fat and you are disrespectful to your parents, it won't amount to anything. Okay? If you honor your parents, you would have to obey the same God that gave you the other text. And it shall be well with that. We have teenagers who have high cholesterol. Teenagers who are having hypertension. Teenagers who are having diabetes. And you, I saw a, a person who was 12 years and the weight was 94. So the diabetes the person had is the diabetes the older people get, not the one the younger people get. Because, oh yeah, 12 years, but he's older than the old man. Check your weight. Don't overeat. Eat small and give some to others. That's what God wants. Eat small. Give some to others. Don't eat all the food for others too. You grow too big and something will happen to you. May the Lord help us. May the Lord help us. So what have we said? We have said that for us to live the measure of life the Lord our God has given us, we must honor our parents or, and any other person in their parents' position or fatherhood or motherhood position. We said that we must respect our fathers and our mothers, especially when we are old. And we have also seen that we must declare health into our body. We must not speak sickness into the body. We must speak what? Health, vitality, vigor, and we, the Lord will, will honor it. And we have heard that the tongue is the corporate for taste. And that if you can control the tongue in terms of what you eat, by drawing inspiration from guidelines God gave to the Israelites. You think that God didn't like the tie or the chicken breast? He said, bring the internal organs. Is that what God is interested in? <laughs> eh? So what will happen to the tie, the back? Eh? The, the nice cut of the goat. He said he want the fat. There's something to that. And let's watch our fat. And the Lord will help us. Amen. Bow down your head and pray. The word of God has come to you. The word of God has come to you. The word of God has come to you. Scriptural keys for health. Scriptural keys for health. How does God want to see you live? How does he want you to live? He wants you to honor your parents. He wants you to speak life, not death, into your body. He wants you to 
take the word of God seriously. Read it, read it, read it, read it, read it. Meditate on it. Take the good counsel from your parents. Take them. They will be life, health to your body. And they will help you to also have nourishment in your bones. Talk to God. Your word has come. Lord, if there is any aspect, if your, your, the control on, of your tank is so bad, you can't control yourself. Anything you eat, speak to the Holy Spirit to help you. The Holy Spirit gives us the power of self-control to control our tank. Any, anything that comes to your mind, you say, ask the Lord to control your tank to speak health, speak life, not destruction, not death. Any struggling you have, the struggles you go through in reading the Bible. Tell God, that God, I know your Bible is a preservative. It's that pill that keeps me healthy. Lord, help me. Lord, help me. Lord, help me to read. Help me to read. Help me to read. Help me to read. Oh, God. Help me, Lord. Help your children. Help us. Help us. Help us. Help us. To honor. To honor. To honor. Help us to commit to the reading of your word. Meditation of it. Listening of it. Preaching. Listening. Audios. Reading. Lord, help us to be able to take good counsel of parents. Good counsel. Help us. No matter how they will be, how difficult they may be, help us to take good counsel, Lord. Help us to take good counsel. Help us to take good counsel. Help us to take good counsel. Lord, help us to be able to honor parents who are very incorrigible. Parents who can never be pleased. We want to honor you and honor your word. So give us the grace, strength, to be able to honor our parents, no matter how difficult they may be. Help us to honor. 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 Help us to honor, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, help us. Mighty God, help us. King of kings, help us. Everlasting Father, help us. Help your church. Oh, your children. We need to stay healthy to achieve all the blessings you have declared upon our lives. Oh, God. Anything that will be a stumbling block that has been in our lives. By your word, by your word, by your word, and by power of your Holy Spirit, help us to overcome them. Overcome them. Overcome them. Help us to overcome them. Help us to overcome them. Help us to overcome them. In the name of Jesus. Father, if there is any symptom of dishonoring of parents by anybody, Symptoms of dishonor that is showing already that has placed any chronic ailment on anybody that the devil has taken the opportunity a foothold in that area to torment anybody amongst us. I stand here as their pastor and by their submission to your word I declare it ended today in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, I release these ones. I release them. 
from the clutches of the wicked. Oh, who has latched out to their disobedience to their parents. Oh God, today as their hearts turn around and repent, let it be, oh God, that they will be kept safe. They will be kept preserved. They will be kept in your mighty right hand. That no sickness will come to their dwelling. No infirmity will, 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 will overtake them. In the mighty name of Jesus. Oh, King of Kings. Oh, Lord of Lords. Help us. Help us. Help us. Help us. Help your church. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, oh King of Kings, Lord of Lords, visit with us and work your works, your great works. Do your deeds, your mighty deeds in the midst of your children. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen. God bless you.